It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady. And uh, today we start our look at the Port Huron Area School District with Port Huron High. I'll mess it up a few times, I'm sure, but it's the <laughs> Red Hawks this year. I'm going to try real, real hard uh, to do it right every time and have a perfect season, but there's no way I'll be able to do that. No, that's, that, that's going to be tough, especially if it's so ingrained in your head. But, uh, yeah, out here, second week of football, everyone's kind of had their – their inner squad scrimmage, and they've had a few days with pads, and you're starting to get a, a little idea of what teams are going to be, how coaches are feeling. Now, granted, just asking around, talking to other coaches, everyone feels good right now. No one comes up and goes, ah, we suck <laughs> week one. But uh, it's we're getting close, Dennis. It's what? A uh, week from Thursday is our first game, so 10 days until yeah. until we kick off and, and and definitely i don't think suck is a word we're going to use no. with, with this team we know there's talent out there brady very mm. excited amari holler is a guy that at any moment can bust loose uh gavin troy i think busted loose last year yes um and uh, really put himself on the uh the map and there are so many others Th- this is a talented team their size, their speed, there's there's a good mix. And as we've said a hundred times before, the blue goes through PH and PHN. Yeah, the Crosstown Showdown has been the de facto Mac Blue Championship basically since these kids were in 7th or 8th grade. And I think that's going to hold true this year, but this team's going to have a tough week one when they go when they excuse me, when they host Anchor Bay. They're challenging themselves with a the Mac Red team right off the get, but I think that's a, a challenge a lot of these these young men are going to welcome. Well, I like to get ready for it. They're going to go down to Roseville for uh, when they do their scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's good Yeah. because um, the, that's the speed that Anchor Bay will be playing at is what Roseville's playing at. All right. So, anything else, or let's uh, well, let's not waste any more time. We'll get we'll get Coach Perk on here in a little bit. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV eight thirty five R. With three thousand acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV eight thirty five R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Rouse, Saginaw, or Sandusky. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach. Duraclean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Duraclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. 
from pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor. 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, and uh, now it's time to talk a little Red Hawks football. I'm one for one. Uh, Dan Perkins, head coach, is uh, with us. Always a smile on Coach Perkins' uh, face, uh, uh, going into the the, uh, the season, coach, I always have high expectations for your football team. Uh, I don't mean to put pressure on you, but uh, the, the, I, I think that this program has established itself that expectations should be league championship, try to win a district and get to a regional and see what you can do from there. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, we've... The success has just kept rolling, and uh, uh, we work really hard for that, and this year's bunch is no different. Uh, they've really brought things and uh, have worked their butt off, so you're exactly right. That's the, uh, the expectations, and, you know, we dropped down to Division Three now, so things will be a little different as we get, hopefully get to the postseason, um, and we'll see what happens then, yeah. Well, you brought it up, so let's talk about that. Going to Division Three is going to change up a lot because now you're not in the same division as Northern. So you know if you make the playoffs, you're not automatically in a district with them. You're kind of a wild card come the postseason. You could go south, you could go west, you could go north. I know it's way too early to speculate, but that seems like it opens up a whole wide range of possibilities of potential opponents in the playoffs. Yeah, if you saw the list of the uh, top teams in the state, they didn't do us any big favors <laughs> um, because some Division Three teams are on that list. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, and it's premature to talk about, but uh, uh, that could be real exciting for us, and we'll see where the chips fall. But, uh We've gone in Division Two to the Flint area, uh, and that was a different situation, and we did well that way. So I, I don't know uh, what's going to wind up happening, but there's some tough teams out there. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's not going to get any easier, but I just feel psychologically not yeah. having De La Salle sitting there. Yeah. It's like, okay. We get to play somebody else. We get to take a crack at somebody else. Yeah, sure. And, you know, they're always lumped in with uh, uh, our schools. And Roseville is out there. Lakeview's always a strong team. So, yeah, uh, it'll be a different situation, and we welcome it. Um, you know, now we're one of the biggest teams in the uh, division instead right. of one of the littlest. So uh, we'll see what happens, yeah. 
One thing I always like to start with is how'd the offseason go coming off the season? I, I know you have some pretty football-hungry kids. What was the, what were the numbers like in the offseason, and were you happy coming into camp? Sure. Well, we started the second semester with our uh, football theory class, sports theory class. Kids really bought into that, and we uh, we did a lot of things. We did some different things, um, some activities that were more, I guess, football-based than uh heavy heavy uh in the weight room every day so uh they kind of took hold of that and uh enjoyed it um and we had a really good class uh then as we moved into summer yeah those kids stayed with it uh there wasn't a lot of chasing kids down um you know this group that were sophomores last year juniors now uh are really a tight group mm -hmm. of kids and so they kind of got after each other um, and our seniors were fantastic um, and knew what was expected, and they turned up most every day. So uh, our seven-on-sevens went well. Uh, we did a couple at Dakota, and we, we were able to comp compete with that big group um, pretty well. And so, yeah, we were excited and did uh, had a great summer. It, it really doesn't surprise me when you say your seniors have been great leaders because it, it feels like, those guys have been leaders for two, three years yeah. now. Yeah, well, especially the big three of them, uh, Noah and Mari and uh, Gavin, that they've gone through our program. Well, when I took over, they were uh, here. So um, they're just fantastic kids. And uh, like I said, you don't got to look to find them because they're here. So we know Amari going to be a quarterback. Gavin going to play basically anywhere you need him to, and, and Noah on the line. We'll talk to them later, but who are some of the other guys in Red Hawk uniforms that are going to step up and are going to be instrumental if you're going to have success this year? Well, I can tell you, if you can you can look out here, you can see the size of some of these linemen. We're mm -hmm. pretty excited about that group. Um, now, there has been some guys get banged up, but uh, they are kids that are integrated into the program now so much so that uh, – there's now we're teaching small technical things right. more so than uh, major things, and that's a big deal. Um, and on both sides of the ball, so we're real excited about that line group. Um, other than that, we have a couple of uh, senior receivers uh, that are lightning fast. Noah Adams and uh, Peyton Mullen has, Mullins has come back uh, to play, so uh, those two uh, are going to be great additions for our offense. So. Um, like I said, that uh, junior group, they were undefeated last year on the JV. Uh, boy, I can go through a whole list of names that are really, really talented kids. Uh, but uh, we had a few of them as sophomores on varsity, including Owen Palmer and Chris Hinojosa, um, that are really primed to kind of break out this year's juniors. So uh, we're excited about these guys. Yeah, Palmer's a name that I remember from last year. You, you used him in quite a, a lot of different situations, uh, and he didn't disappoint. No, he's fast, first of all, and he's a tough-as-nails kid, uh, and he's really intelligent. So having a safety uh, be that type of uh, – uh, with those type of abilities is uh, a huge help um, to kind of direct things from the back. Um, and Owen will run the ball, too, quite a bit. And he's just a, a hard-nosed kid that he's kind of an old-school player. Uh, again, one of these guys that's here every day and uh, hungry to 
you know, get football activities done. All right, let's talk about week one. You're bringing in Anchor Bay, a team that's in the red, trying to find themselves a way to compete with those big boys in the red. They come here, a school you're not too unfamiliar with, haven't played them in a while, but that should be a fun week one at Memorial Stadium. Yep, uh, you know, as you watch them on film, they're big, strong people. Um, and so that presents a challenge that way. Uh, just incidentally, that's my, my alma mater, so it's nice to play against them. And uh, I think I'm 6-3 and three against them, so uh, hopefully we can keep that going. Anyway, um, it's a big, strong football team. And, you know, with their, they've got double the amount of kids that we have in their school pretty much. Right. Um, and so they'll come in with uh, probably 70, 80 kids, if not more. Um, and so they got a lot to pick from. So, uh It'll be certainly a great challenge, um, and our kids are excited for it. I'm excited for it uh, to see where we kind of stack up against a big, power, powerful team like that. Yeah, it's that's where you'll find out how good your size yeah. is because yep. they won't have too many small players. No, no. Um, I, I feel real comfortable with our speed, but, yeah, you're right. Uh, they get in a weight room and get after it all year just the same as we do, and uh, – like I said, they've got a lot of kids to pick from. You know, if we got a six-foot kid, they probably got a six-two kid. Um, that's in the same uh, role. So, um, you know, it presents like that. But I, I feel pretty good about our six-footers. It seems like every year when we talk about PH and the schedule, for the last 15 years it's been, they have one of the toughest week one games. I mean, you just look back, Catholic Central last year, and then Stony Creek, Flint Carmen Ainsworth, Ike, Martin Luther King, Country Day, all teams you've opened with week one. It seems like you like to really test yourself in week one playing a team that you know is going to be a big challenge. Yeah, and and it's, it's difficult, there's no doubt about that, um, to manage those teams. But uh, it, it seems to us that uh, if you go with lesser competition – and which is hard to find right. some lesser competition that wants to play you, uh, that it doesn't, as you continue on with the season, it doesn't pan out. Uh, so uh, we do just that. And, you know, we had that opening week one. There were some schools that called us, um, and they were all big powerhouse schools. It was lucky for us. We kind It was nice to get a local, more local school. Mm-hmm. Um in order to uh, uh, to go against, so we're pleased about that because it's a two year contract, and we'll go there, and it won't be a terrific bus ride. So, um, but geez, it's nice to challenge our kids. Uh, we're going to challenge them this week with Roseville um, and see where we're at, and then it gives us a good barometer on things. And if we can beat them, oh, you better yeah. look out. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was going to say if you win that game, yeah. like people are going to. Take yeah. a step back and go, oh, PH. Yeah. Um, the other thing about it, because I was there at the big house last year. I saw what happened. You didn't let it bother you. No. The next eight weeks, uh, you got back on, on your footing. You won a league championship, and you played yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, we had some younger guys last year, I think, and, uh, and that scene, it just kind of got out of control, I guess, if you want to say that. But uh, I think uh, we're better – in position to manage uh, things now uh, because our guys are a little bit more experienced and things like that. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the expectation here is to win every game. So uh, we're going to look to do that here uh, in a week. Let's talk about your league. For the past 
half decade or so, the Mac Blue and the Crosstown Showdown has been, it's been the Mac Blue Championship. Either you or Northern or both have been champions at the end of the year. I know it's not just a two-team race. Mott is always going to be a, a thorn in the side. Uh, Lance Cruz North and Frazier have both been up and down. When you look at the Mac Blue, what do you see? Right, so... Uh, you know, we were at a lineman challenge earlier this summer, and I saw Lawrence Cruz North's lineman, and they've got a good handful. Um, and I, their coaches, I know those guys, and uh, they're expecting to be quite a bit better. Um, and I think they're going to be. So um, that's going to present a challenge. Warren Mott, geez, last year we kind of jumped on them and, uh, and were able to handle them, but that doesn't normally happen with that team. They're, they're super well coached. And they turned around and helped you yeah. claim the league title right, in right. week seven. That's, their, their coaching staff knows what they're doing, and they've been doing it for a long time. Tom has. So um, those two teams present a big challenge. You know, with Frazier, they're a huge school. Right. <laughs> Division one school. So you never know what you're going to get that way. Right. Numbers say, hey, you get three good athletes to yeah. come through, and all of a sudden your team can look really scared. You're doggone right, and they have in the past. So, uh, so yeah, there's some challenges there, and uh, we've been successful. We're looking to keep uh, that run going. Uh, and, of course, there's Northern as <laughs> yeah. well. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, that's about all you need to say right. about that one. You got one. it. That's uh, like, always it, a beast. Yeah. But, and and this has been fun because you, and you're right smack dab uh, in the middle of it, uh, Coach. That this has been the best run in the the, yeah. the crosstown showdown because both teams are finally good at the same time. No doubt about it. Uh, Larry's done a great job, and uh, it's fun for everybody in the community. It gives me angst every year, but uh, <laughs> it, I'm sure it's a lot of fun sitting in the stands. Um, and it is, uh, you know, the atmosphere is just crazy, incredible, and uh, uh, and it just a great time. It's a great challenge every year. They do a great job with their kids, and we uh, feel like we do too. So um, it'll be another battle, I'm sure. All right, Coach, anything we missed, anyone else you want to give a little love to or just ready to get back to practice? <laughs> uh, you know, I could tell you one thing I guess I, I want to talk about is the coaching staff you see out here. Um, these guys have been at it for years, and uh, and really, really, uh, to be in the position that I'm in, uh, it, we wouldn't be successful if it wasn't for a lot of these guys. And uh, uh, from you know the years ex of experience we have out here, it's just a great thing. So uh, we plan on keeping it rolling, and, and uh, hopefully the the Red Hawks, the new Red Hawks, can. Uh, <laughs> can do some stuff this year Have you had to catch yourself a few times too i just did <laughs> uh yeah um but it, it, we're rolling we're doing pretty good with that i guess <laughs> uh, i'm sure there will be a lot of uh just well you hear it with all the other name changes i mean people still call the guardians the indians once in a while and it just it'll just take a minute it's been oh. pounded into your brain for 30 years it's a cool logo. That's I'm I'm going to say that about it. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I like the look. Yeah, uh, so. we'll see what the uh, the fight song sounds like uh, <laughs> and whatnot with that. But uh, oh, don't change the music. No, uh -uh. they're you not. Can't change the music. <laughs> I, I will just say uh, uh, the change like this it goes over a lot smoother if you're winning a lot of football. You got games. it. That's so, right, Coach. Appreciate your yeah. time and thanks for letting us come out. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, there's Coach Dan Perkins, and we'll be back with more in a moment.
Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, LaPierre, Marlette, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need. Mexican locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, Preferred think Seamless mattress. Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When this you is need Lucy your Harris. next vehicle, I'm a class stop of by Jepson Car Company senior, today. And I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Brady and Gavin Troy. Excited to see Gavin Troy. The last time I saw Gavin Troy, he was hitting bombs over the left field fence for uh, PH uh, in baseball. Um, but uh, I like watching. I, I, I know you like playing baseball, Gavin, but I like watching you play football. Um, you're, you're a fun player. You've gotten stronger. I don't know who's faster. <laughs> uh, if you and Amari lined up in a race, I don't know who would win. I think whoever gets a better start wins on that. Whoever doesn't slip wins. So you're coming into senior year. feels like we've been watching you in a, well, a big red uniform, now a Red Hawk uniform for a long time. 
what coming into the senior year, what are the goals like? What are the vibes like coming into your, your last season? Um, we want to win a MAC championship for uh, championship again for sure. Um, I'd like to beat Northern this year. Uh, that's definitely on my bucket list. I do not want to go out on a bad note against them. Well, you know um, you're only going to get one crack at them this year. Yeah, being in different divisions. Yeah, now now we won't, we won't see them in playoffs for sure. Now that we're Division Three, but um, and then open it up a W at home. Open up strong like last year. That's a tough team, Grand Rapids right. Catholic Central, but um, I want to open up better this year. Right. Let's just talk about the experience, though, uh, of playing in the big house. What was that like for you? I honestly can't even describe it. Like, I, I can't. I don't have words for it. It was just, I, I literally can't describe it. I can't describe how it was. Like, it was so surreal to like look around and see like just everywhere, like the dome and the bleachers and like. It was crazy. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, because it's it's regular football field. It's just like the field you're playing yeah. on today. Two but, goal posts and but it just yards. seems so much bigger. Right. Yeah. It was a, it was a big. You cut that out. We'll cut that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, when we were talking to Coach Perkins and he was talking about the linebackers, one thing he said is, "You guys were a very inquisitive group. That you guys want to know, hey, what went right, what went wrong on every play. Being one of the leaders of the group, how is it in film study and going through practice, learning and getting better as a unit?" Um, well, for like the past two years, I was the guy learning, mm -hmm. and Joe Myeri and Luke Allen kind of showed me the ropes and and film. They, if I would always sit by them, and mm -hmm. if a, if a coach missed something. They were always, hey, under the breath, you know, telling me what I'd missed and what I need to fix. So it's like the same thing with these young guys. We got new guys coming in. So me, now I'm now it's my turn to step up to the plate and lead these guys and show them, you know, show them the ropes and how they're supposed to do things around here. Uh, you guys kind of set the tone with this defense um, and, and stopping guys, and then it turns around and you get to come out and play on the offense. So how does that play off of each other? Getting the big stop and then getting the ball. Well, it's like, it's like the momentum never stops. Like, you might a, a one a one a one-sided ball player might come off the field and they might lose some energy. But if I get a big stop on fourth down or a sack or something, or if Noah does, or if you know any of our guys do, we're right back on the field the next play on offense and we're just as hyped because we're like, okay, we got the ball now. Let's go score. One thing uh, I didn't realize about your schedule until Coach Perkins pointed it out after is. You leave the county two times this year. You spend a lot of time here mm -hmm. because Northern's technically a road game. Mm -hmm. You go to Marysville. I'm sure you're going to be playing in front of a lot of environments. That's got to be fun knowing your last year. You're going to get a lot of fans watching you all year long. Mm -hmm. Yep. I w when I first heard that our schedule was mostly home games, mm -hmm. I was like, let's go. There's, there's no other better way to go, you know. I'd rather be here than anywhere else. All right, let's talk about week one. You guys always schedule a tough game in week one. You always get a, a bigger team. Mm -hmm. uh, Anchor Bay, but you get them here uh, at the stadium. Uh, how do you have to prepare for this uh, game, and where are you guys at mentally going into week one? Uh, Anchor Bay is a good school. They are always a they're a powerhouse school, so they're they're well coached. They've got a ton of ton of students. Um, we know they're going to be solid coming in here. This isn't going to be a cakewalk. Um, we've prepared. We've we've been in here day in day out, every day in the weight room. Um, we actually started lifting after practice now too for an hour. Um, so we've been we've been preparing mentally, physically. We've been doing a lot of team bonding to bring the guys together. Um, I'm pretty confident about going into this game. 
So talk about the team bonding. Is that what makes the difference between, hey, maybe we go 6-3 and three, make the playoffs and, and making a deep run and taking that extra step? Yeah, so, like, our team bonding, like, Basically for us, our team bonding is going in there after practice and getting all hype and listening to music and th throwing iron around with the guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So talk about, uh, like, I, I kind of imagine what we're going to get from you, but what about Amari? What kind of a season is Amari going to have? Be because I'm just waiting for him just to bust out and dominate. Oh, yeah. Amari, Amari um, he had that leg thing last year with his thigh. So he uh, he had to set out a couple of games, but I think this year um, a lot of the eyes were on me last year. So I think this year for Amari, it's going to open up for him M less attention off me. It'll make both of us better because the more attention that is off me, the more the attention's on Amari, and the better he does, and then the better Amari does, the more that they have to worry about me too at the same time. So it's like the better both of us do, the better it's it's it is for both of us, if that makes sense. So we, we know you, Amari, Noah, are going to be guys that are circled with a big red marker on other team scouting reports. Who are some other guys in camps that you've seen step up? Like, oh, he's you can see he's put in the work in the summer, and he might be a dude this year. Uh, Derek Gregasevich for sure. Derek Gregasevich is a beast. And Jaden Jacobs, too. Uh, Parker Quinn, Jalen Young, um, all these guys coming up. Noah, Ad, all these guys, all these younger guys coming up, they're playing a big role, and I'm excited to have them. Yeah, uh, Parker walked by a little while yeah. ago, and he looked like a man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He's put on some muscle. We all have. We've been working hard in the weight room, so it's been paying off. All right. The question I always end with, you guys are successful this year. What's the identity of this team going to be? What are people going to be saying about Port here on high football if you're sitting in 10 weeks' time waiting for your playoff draw? They're going to say, dang, these guys are fast. These guys are athletic and fast, and they can play. All right, Dennis, you got anything else? I just want to say stay healthy, Gavin, and have I'll a try. great season. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck this year. Thank you. All right, there's Gavin Troy of the uh, Red Hawk. All right, now we talk to the uh, heart and soul of the Red Hawks, <laughs> Noah Myria. He's the man, Brady, that's got to open the, the cracks for guys like Holler and Troy to run through and look good. And then on the other side of the ball, he's the guy that's got to stop the run and, and get the pressure started. Yeah, and he was big last year, and somehow he got bigger. So, <laughs> no, I guess we'll start there. Uh, the offseason has been kind to you, it looks like. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's just been a lot of summer workouts with all the guys. We've just been pushing each other, and we haven't been letting anyone slip. So, oh, I can tell because there are a lot of guys that have put on some masks, yourself included. You start on the offensive line, and let's – begin there that's a thankless position that's one that hey you're not going to have your picture on the front page of the paper yeah. you're not going to be on the highlights but you know that hey if you can make a hole for gavin it makes his life or amari's life a whole lot easier i mean it's i mean i know i don't get the thanks but when we get back to the huddle it's always gavin and amari hey good stuff no they're like <laughs> they're, they're always hyping me up so even if the outside people don't like, give me hype or anything i still know amari and gav care and they they see they see what i'm doing so. yeah it, it's it's almost even better that it comes from the guys on your team that that they recognize they can't get their accolades without you helping uh -huh. them yes yeah, so, yeah so 
Like, if they see me, then I'm fine. But the outsiders, if they're like, oh, Amari and Gav, four touchdowns. I'm like, yeah, they, you know they got the touchdowns, but who who put the work in to give it to them? <laughs> so, you've been around a long time. You're one of the, the few two-time guests we've had on at a camp show. So, you, you're, you're a seasoned vet here. What's yes, something you've learned over your years that maybe you didn't realize you didn't know when you were a young buck in this in this program? Uh, I learned that the the seat like the older people, mm-hmm. act, they teach you stuff. They're not right. trying to be mean. They're not trying to talk down on you. When they tell you stuff, listen, because they're actually giving you like good information to take. That's well. It's funny because Gavin said something similar about how in the linebacker room, some guys before him. Joe would teach him stuff. Now he's trying to part that knowledge Uh out on the younger kids. So I I always like when when kids are saying similar things. It means the program's all rolling in one direction. Uh, You you know, uh, speaking to Joe, he had that pick six against (laughs) Northern. Does he ever rub it into you and and ask you where your touchdown is? (laughs) No, he hasn't, or he used to, but he hasn't in a while. Uh, If he ever does, I'm going to just tell him to Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah, let's run to Oklahoma real quick, see how that goes for him. All right, so you got you also play defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, a guy like you, it's hard for a coach to take you off the field. What's it like on the D-line, and who are some of the guys that are alongside you that are going to hopefully make other teams' life uh, pretty rough offensively? Um, definitely Joey Seppo and Drew Hoffman. They're, they're going to be good this year. And then my linebacker, wherever, wherever that little guy is, Gavin, Gavin Troy, <laughs> he's going to be scary. It's going to be tough to stop him. What's what's more fun for you? Open up uh, the hole for the touchdown run, or getting the sack, or that that TFL? Definitely opening the hole. I like I don't know. I like just pancaking someone, getting up, and then looking and seeing Gavin just taking a seventy-yard touchdown. It's just I'm like, oh, like I wonder who did that. See him hit that <laughs> second level yep, and just, just gone. gone. So with the schedule. You get to stay close to home a lot. Northern's technically a road game, so that's an extra game you get there. Yep. You go to Marysville, which is a five-minute drive, drive down the road. You're going to get to play in front of a lot of fans. For your senior year, that has to be a lot of fun and exciting that you're going to get a lot of people to come watch and support. It's exciting. The whole I'm hoping the whole stand is packed. I mean, it obviously won't be, but like that, it's going to be it's going to be fun having support from Port Huron. I don't know. There's been a few crosstown showdowns where, and especially now, you guys, both programs are rocking and rolling. You, uh, you both go into that game potential for a Mac Blue title. You might have a full, full stadium that night. That's. I, I'm thinking week one. I think Anchor Bay will travel pretty good. Oh yeah. Too like uh, they're trying to build that program in the Mac Red and, mm-hmm. and and make a name for themselves. So I think there'll be some excitement for them. So I, I think week one is going to be a big game for you guys. And you're going to be an important guy in week one because Anchor Bay is going to be a big team. Yeah. Yeah, the coaches have been – Coach Perk's been telling us the whole whole week. He's saying Anchor Bay's no joke. So, I mean, I'm just going to sharpen myself, get all the guys right, and then see who wants some more, I guess. All right, we mentioned the defensive linemen. Who are some of the guys on the offensive line that are going to be next to you that are going to help you open up those holes? Give them the love now because they might not get a ton of accolades during the season when hopefully Gavin, Amari, or whoever is running for 100-some yards a game. It's definitely going to be um, Aiden Chavez and Joey Seppel, like I said before. They're just they're smart guys. They know what they got to do, and they're just they're overall just good players. I know. It's those, those baseball guys, Seppo and yeah. Gavin yeah. Troy. Yeah. 
There must be something to it. Hand-eye coordination <laughs> makes you a little better. It must be because that's important. The bulk is important and the strength is important. Mm-hmm. But you got to have good feet and good hands to play the line, don't you? Yeah, it's it's more than a. You need to have it a lot more than you think. So. All right, you guys are successful this year. What are the the 2023 port here on High Red Hawks going to be known for? Be Northern. All right, <laughs> I like that's it. what I'm short, going for. Short and simple. All right, uh, Noah, stay healthy. Yes, sir. And have a great season. Thank you. Now we're joined by Amari Holler of the uh, Red Hawks. Uh, I've been good yes, so far. We have not, ma- Haven't we have messed not it up yet. yet with that. <laughs> so I, I, I will at, at this point. But, uh, geez, Amari's one, you're one of those guys, feels like you've been playing here five, six years. <laughs> like, because freshman year, you're, you're yeah. making an impact. Um, let's. Let's talk about this year. This is a big year for you. Yes, sir. You guys get to play a lot of home games. Yes, sir. Can we get through it healthy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. Um, I'm definitely doing what I can to take care of my body, taking care of myself after practice. So um, I feel like as far as my part goes, I'm doing what I can. Uh, the rest is in God's hands. So, you know. So being a rare fourth-year player, what's something you've learned and something that you're trying to pass on to these younger kids now in your – fourth varsity season um i feel definitely confident um i feel like being my fourth year i know how it goes i know the speed of the game by now so definitely just making sure the guys underneath me know what they're doing and they are confident in what they're doing um so that they know their job and they're you know able to do it 100 percent speed because at that point then that's when we're at our best when we know what we're doing all together so yeah obviously when you're at quarterback there's a lot of focus yes, on sir. you but that's not the only place they use you um, no. you're pretty good in that secondary. Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I believe I'll be starting both ways this year, so I'm excited for that. Um, I just got to stay in shape, and I feel that no, no matter where I'm at, I'll be able to make plays, and uh, that's my ultimate goal is just be whoever helps our team the most, you know. So that's honestly – that's where my mindset is right now. Well, you talk to quarterbacks, and a lot of time, even if they just play offense, you'll have coaches say, hey, don't take the unnecessary hit, slide, get out of bounds. You're going to be at free safety. You're flying around. Is there ever that thought of, hey, you have to find that balance, or are you just throwing caution to the wind and you're saying, all right, Coach Perk, you got to take me out when you think I'm done, but when I'm out there, I'm going to try to run through people. Um, honestly, I when I play, I definitely don't think about you know getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that says anything, but um, I I don't think that I'm really. I try, I try not to do way too much, you know, right. try to be a little bit cautious, but at the end of the day, like, I'm out there to make plays. I'm out there to, you know, be me at the end of the day. So um, if if a big play comes up and it's a big hit or something like that, then I'm obviously not going to shy away from it. That's how I feel. I think it's it, this is an interesting dynamic because as a quarterback who plays safety, you know what that guy's trying to do to stop the pass yes, completion. Sir. And as the safety, you know where the quarterback's trying to put the ball. So how does that help you? Uh, it definitely helps you. Um, even since my freshman year, I've felt that kind of edge, you know, because I know what the quarterback – I feel like I know what the quarterback's thinking, at least. I'd hope so. Um, uh, so rather it's like him looking one wing, thinking he's going to come back the other. I feel like I kind of can pick up on that, little things like that. Um, at the end of the day, just try to give me as much of an edge as I can possibly get. I definitely feel like that helps, yeah. All right, week one at home, Anchor Bay. 
D1 school, Mac Red school. Yes, sir. I have to imagine a lot of you and your teammates are uh, looking forward to that challenge. Absolutely, yes, sir. We're always excited. You know, week one, Coach Perkins always likes to come out with some type of a bang, uh, which I personally enjoy because I feel like it prepares us very well for the rest of the season. Um, I feel like seeing a team like that that's that big and that fast and that strong is definitely just going to, at the end of the day, prepare us for the rest of the season. Um, we're definitely excited and just going to take them head on. So. Yeah, I, I know the goal is to be champions. You you yes, want to win the MAC Blue. Yes, you want to make the playoffs, and you want to make a, a deep run. To do that, you've got to beat sometimes teams that are better than you. Absolutely, yes, sir. Um, I feel like we kind of have that underdog mentality, and we have a lot of grit with within our team. So uh, I feel like that, as long as as well as our team chemistry, I feel like we'll be we're definitely a team that will be able to come together at the end of games this year and. Um, you know, our leaders are going to do what they got to do. So, As a quarterback, you've been going up against your own defense so far. Yes, sir. Camp. Who are some guys? We know Gavin's going to be a player. We know Noah's going to yes, be a, a really solid player. But who are some guys that maybe have, have made your life a little tougher out here in practice through the first week? Uh, let's think. I think Noah Adams is definitely going to be a um, – kind of a guy we haven't heard too much of before mm -hmm. um but he's definitely putting his carrying his weight this year in practice so far um I'm trying to think there's a few other guys out there there definitely is but um yeah Noah Adams Owen Palmer this year at free safety mm -hmm. he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna pull his weight so um Jalen Young at corner he's definitely he's he's a younger guy but he's definitely gonna pull his weight as well so we've got a few guys I didn't name them all um but we've definitely got guys who are gonna wreak a little bit of havoc this year that weren't so much talked about last year how excited are you that that uh, you and, and Gavin get to run behind guys like Noah oh Joey Seppo I yeah. mean they're gonna open some holes for you yes sir uh it's it's amazing uh you know those guys work their butt up, butts off too so all summer you know when we're conditioning you see them sprinting they're I don't know how they can go as fast as they do at their <laughs> size honestly but they're definitely uh, carrying their weight and it's 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 always a great time and we we have good team chemistry between us and I think it's gonna be great so go back to your side of the ball you and Gavin are going to be the main focal points of other team scouting reports sir but who are going to be the 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 guys that maybe are a little change up that they go wait we didn't plan for him or we thought we could put him one-on-one -on -one with a guy that that are going to make other teams life tough offensively um Derek Gregosevich at the outside um he's coming up he's definitely going to be one of those guys I think this year uh you know he's he's fast he's gotten a lot faster a lot stronger Landon Wesh also at slot receiver he's going to do some things I believe um you know we've definitely been putting a lot of work in this summer so I think we're just going to come out a lot better in general overall so so uh, you guys spread the field a lot with, with the, the big reds but i still feel you're oh, running there's your first one yeah there's my first <laughs> one first well, they were last year so that count <laughs> uh you, you spread the field but but you still you, you kind of run off it more than you throw are, are you ever in their ears saying you know let, let me air this out let, let, uh, let's have air holler definitely <laughs> um you know it's been something i've been nagging coach perkins about a little bit he likes to um you know definitely set the run to, running tone at first and that's that's the game plan so um as far as what i can do i can't like change the plays and stuff you know obviously right. but yeah absolutely I'm, I'm i feel confident throwing the ball this year and i would absolutely love to throw it you're going to spend a lot of time right behind us at Memorial Stadium this yes, year. You get a lot of home games this year. 
What's the environment like and what makes Memorial Stadium such a special place to play? You know, I feel like just the atmosphere of it all. Um, it gets so electric in there on a Friday night. And, you know, when you've got a close game or a big game, crowds on both sides, you know, it's just there's no there's not really another feeling just like it. So um, it's, it's definitely a unique, a very unique feeling. Uh, has it gotten the, the leadership part and, and the focus and, and people saying your name uh, and media wackos <laughs> like us going, Amari this, Amari that, is it easier for you now? Have you gotten used to it? And is it just like a natural thing to go out there and set the tone for your teammates? Uh, I definitely feel like it's sort of a natural thing. Um, I try to stay as humble as possible no matter what. So, you know, no matter what the media says, no matter what cameras are in my face, you know, I feel like I'm just going to go out and kind of get in my zone and do what I got to do. But, um, I, I mean, I suppose you could say I've gotten better with it since my freshman year. You know, every year you kind of just get used to it and used to it a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, I feel like it's gotten easier in that way. All right, three months from now, what are people going to be saying about the, the 2023 port here on High Red Hawks? They're going to be saying that they're a gritty team. Uh, they can dig deep, and uh, they've got playmakers. Um, uh, I'm just excited to get it going and see, how it, and see how it rolls this year. I think we're excited for the, what, 24th, 25th, too? Yep. That'll be uh, yes, that'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, just stay healthy, Amari, and have a great season. Thank you. I appreciate that. appreciate you guys. All right. Uh, we'll take a uh, break, and then I think we're going to have Coach Stu next, so you don't want to go away. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't Francis have what Water you like, they'll custom your authorized make something independent just for you. Connecticut dealer wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. Water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within... Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Call 810-987-2185. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, 
Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-4484. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, Dennis and Brady back, and now Coach Marion Stewart joins us to talk a little Red Hawk uh, football. Uh, Stu, it's always good to see you. How's it been going, and how's it look so far with this group? Uh, it's been going good, man. It's always good to see you guys, too. Once you guys come out, I know we're like celebrities now when y'all come here. Um, well, everyone knows you, Stu. No, nah, I'm trying to be like you, man. <laughs> but it's been it's been a good summer. Um, went by fast. Uh, I'm pretty pretty happy with the progress our younger guys have had. Uh, that JV, we got a pretty good uh, skill group coming from that JV team, and they've added some good old line depth for us too. So I'm really excited about that to have some more options for us to, to do some things. Because uh, last year I felt like that's was an issue for us towards the end of the year is our depth um, up front, which, uh, you know, killed us in some games. Well, yeah, geez, that playoff game, it felt like you were down to whoever you could find in a uniform at times. So you bring it in a big junior class. has to be nice as a coach when you go, all right, we can give guys breaks at times. Yeah, and you got, I mean, when you got a guy like uh, Noah Mayuri out mm-hmm. there, you know, you got, that's a special kid, you right. know, that the big, strong. But you can't ask everybody. To do that, you know, play both ways, put your right. hand in the dirt, get double teamed for <laughs> right. 90 plays. Play like, 90 snaps yeah, at night. Not everybody's built for that type of stuff like that. So when you can get a guy that's depth and we can be able to move guys around, it helps everybody because now you know if you need a, a, a sub or an extra guy that they're prepared and they're ready to go and they're going to be a lot more fresher in that fourth quarter when we need them. Well, I mean, uh, to keep things rolling and to keep uh, a program established and winning year to year, I keep hearing that you've got a good crop of JV players that are going to come in here. They're going to get experience this year, and they can be leaders next year, and that's kind of how you keep the system rolling. Yeah, and, you know, the group of kids that we got now, man, is they're – you know they got they're all individual leaders Jaden Jacobs is our junior captain for that group but like all those guys were here all summer long it's a group of probably nine or ten of them that like I don't think missed a day this summer for lifting 707 all that you know when we get here early for lifting they're all together hanging out uh you know giving me mess about the playlist that I play in, uh, <laughs> in there because they be listening to some trash man I, I like I got to get some DMX, some other stuff in there, and then they want to listen to Little Uzi or Little whatever rapper is popular today. So, but that those guys are, you know, they've added some depth and that we can put them in a lot of different spots. So your leaders on this team right now, they're basically all three, four-year guys. They've been around yep. the block a few times. Does that change anything when they're almost like that grizzled veteran that, like, yeah, I- I've seen just about everything at this point? 
Yeah, it is funny. Like when I, I talk to Omari, and it's some of the times or some of the questions he asks, I look at him twice. Like, did you really just ask that? Because I was like, man, that was a real in-depth question <laughs> right. for a quarterback. Like, I usually don't. Usually, guys are like, uh, I'm supposed to throw here, throw there, and then he's like, oh well, looked like they were in cover four when they came yeah. out, but they were in cover three, and then this guy dropped here and they dropped. There. I'm like, man, you processed all that that quick? I'm like, <laughs> so when you get guys like that. That's when. We can actually get them actually coaching other guys. Like I hear Noah all the time talking to guys, hey, you know, you got to – you're stepping this way. Or Gavin's right. talking to guys about route running and different aspects like that. So it, it helps out a lot, and it, and it builds that camaraderie around the other guys that they look to them. Well, with all three of those guys, they play both sides. So at least with the example you gave with Amari, he's had to run those coverages. Yeah. He knows what – they're doing and what to look for i yep. guess so that's got to help them process things too no yeah when we talk about when we're doing our different sides of the ball we say you know the better you are on defense the better you're going to be on offense because right. you know the concepts you know when it's third and short or third and long fourth and short first and two you know it's different things that you know what we kind of look for as a defense and want to do in those situations mm-hmm. so when you're on offense you kind of know what they're going to do we had a situation earlier with gavin you know a goal line spot over there we were talking and we were talking about how to cover the goal line, different things like that. And then his next question was, well, when I'm a running back, I should do this then on that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it that it makes it better when those guys are going both ways, um, you know. But like I said, those are three special kids, and it's hard to, you know, you can't ask that of everybody to be able to go both ways the whole right. time. You know, keeping Amari – healthy is the big thing for me because I want to see him play nine, ten weeks of football yep. me or too. more. Me too. Um, <laughs> because some of the things I've seen this young man do in three years, you get greedy. You feel like he's going to do it on every yep. play. But the the injuries, I think, have really kind of stalled yeah. his career, and I'm hoping for just a huge season this year. And that's the thing that's hard when you tell a kid that's that athletic sometimes, like, hey, just run out of bounds, you know, or right. slide, or, hey, drop it off to someone else and let somebody else do it. But I think with, you know, with Gavin moving him around different places, different guys, he this year doesn't have to take that load. It's not second and short and like, oh, all eyes are on number two, you know. Like, now we got different threats. Um, but it's hard to tell a guy like that who's a gamer who wants to play you know, you also don't want to put it in his head as a coach, worried about injuries, you know. Right. Like, I mean, it's football. It's going to happen. It could happen. It might not happen, you know. But you don't want a kid second-guessing everything that he's doing um, about that. So, but, yeah, I mean, he, he he's, a, he's a difference maker, man. So, we keep him healthy. Teams are going to have some trouble. I mean, you guys always like to start week one off with uh, with a bang. Basically, yep. the last 15 years, this year, yep. no different. Mac Red, D1, Anchor Bay coming into town. How have you and uh, the, the rest of the coaching staff helped get everyone ready for this game? Uh, we, we, got, we tell them, I'm like, man, you know, when you look at film, you watch film, you see things, but the one thing that you can't simulate is the size right. of those D1 Mac Red teams, man, like, you know, a, a, a one in seven or a one in eight D1 Mac Red team would come to the blue and probably win six, seven games, you right. know, just because of the numbers and the sheer size up front. So we tell our guys, man, we have to be sound in our gap integrity and the things that we're doing to give yourself a chance. I will take our skill guys and match up with anybody in the Mac. I don't care. We got it. We'll do it. Let's right. go. But the problem is, as you know, it's up front. 
Oh, yeah. You know, you got to be sound. Yeah, it can't be a, a six-inch step the wrong way on a read. Now you're done because this 295-pound guard is in your face. You know, so it's got to be the concept, and you got to know what you're doing. Right. Well, I mean, I think we've always said the difference between the bottom of the MAC red and, like, the middle of the white is the same as the middle of the white to, like, the top of the silver. Yeah. It's, I mean, that MAC red can be a different level. Oh, it's it's big time, man. And you see some of those guys, and it's like we've th- talked about it over the years, man, when you go and, you know, when we had that one year when we had to play Will Johnson at Gross Point South, mm-hmm. you know, he he's going to be an NFL guy. In the other corner is a starter at Wayne State. Then you got McGregor at Northern. Yeah. And then it's like you see those guys, but then you go to McGregor games, you see all these kids, and it's just like you turn on the TV. Like there's three or four of them. Yeah, you turn on the TV every Saturday. Oh, yeah, I coach against that kid. (laughs) Like when we we did our first game of the year, yep, we know that kid or we know this Mm -hmm. kid, you know. So it's it's fun, it's exciting, and and I think another thing for the recruiting-wise for our guys Sometimes the Mac Blue, uh, depending on the year, the talent could be up or down. Right. So you have to get something on film for your guys to get evaluated by these coaches and say, oh, yeah, Gavin, you ran this many yards, but it's against such and such. But if you right. do that against Anchor Bay, it gets some legitimacy right. to, to who you are and what you are. Uh, like, there's a little bit of risk to playing these teams in, in week one. To like what happened last year at the big house, yeah. that could have easily wrecked your season. Yeah, but it didn't. You guys bounced back. You won a lot of football games. Yeah, you, you, you shared a league title, so you, you managed to play these really tough teams in in week one. And, and I guess what I'm getting to is, it doesn't bother you if you don't win that game if you start 0-1. But if you do win that game. Man, there's no, there's yeah. no stopping you at that yeah. point. The trajectory is the you know can go anywhere, and that's one thing that I love that we've done here a long time is go see those guys. Plus, it it makes it so that you got something to look forward to all through the summer. It's not you know you don't got a cupcake coming in the first right. week. Like you got to be in here lifting, running, being prepared, and doing those things so that you know when you go out there. The thing is with Grand Rapids. I think week one out of the 10 years I've been coaching, that was the best executed football game I think I've ever seen. I don't think they didn't have one false start. They didn't have a hold, a penalty, none of that, man. Those guys just came out and executed, and and we showed our youth um, in some aspects. But, you know, I'd rather do that. I'll take that experience over, you know, getting, I don't want to say a guaranteed win, but um, a win that you probably can get week one, you know. All right, um, last thing I'll have is what, what should we expect for, from these kids this fall when, when we see them step on the field in about 10 days? Uh, excitement. These guys are ready to go. Um, they're excited. I think, you know, we got a lot of different options that we can do. I think the ball will be moving around. Um, and we're going to try to let our guys be those guys, you know. And if we got an athlete, what they say? Speed and space. Right. Trying to get it out there, give them the ball, and – make somebody make a play, and then we've got to be consistent on what we do and how we are and our gap integrity. Um, so Anchor Bay is well coached. I know they're going to come with some big kids. They're going to come ready, you know what I'm saying, but we will too. So, you know, we got a scrimmage on Thursday against a really tough Roseville team that's going to give us a challenge. So, 
you know, that's the other thing. We we scheduled some tough scrimmages too. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Roseville lost some D one guys. You talk about guys you see on on uh, Saturdays. Yeah, but Roseville's they got a, got a few. J- yeah, just a couple. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, their program's doing all right down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, coach is doing a great job, man. You know, promoting his guys and doing things like that is how we try to do our guys too. But you know, it's. Also, the thing is, too, with those uh, scrimmages and stuff, you want to get concepts that you're going to see later in the year. Right. You know, Roseville always got the guys. They they get a great balance of smash mouth football, but also getting to the five oh, wide. Yeah. They throw it out on their wing. They can out-athlete you. Yeah, and you got to be able to see that. But then they also, when they put that second tight end in, you're all, okay, <laughs> all right, dig your feet in the ground. We know what's coming. Right. You know, so it's great to have those things and you get to see those concepts. Yeah, you you want to talk about the teams that aren't small. Roosevelt's oh, not small. No, they yeah, like Eubanks, I think his name is the big tight end that's going to Western. I mean, the kid is man. Can we get one or two of those? <laughs> well, like, I think you're gonna have a few dudes of your own. That I'm sure there's a few coaches around the Mac going. Can we get a few Noah Myers? Oh Gavin yeah, Troy's most definitely. Yeah, when he's out there pancaking guys and laying on top of him. I love that. Like seeing a long touchdown run by Gavin or somebody, and you just see uh, Noah just land on somebody. Back of the screen. Yeah, I, I love it. He he comes off. He's like, Coach, you see that? That's pancake number two today or number three. I'm like, Cool. We can get keep stacking those, man. We'll be good. All right, Coach. Uh, we appreciate Dennis. You got anything else? Uh, no, just good to see you again, Coach. And. Uh, Hopefully uh, you guys stay healthy and have a big year. Hey, that's what we're here for. Appreciate you guys having me on. All right, uh, Brady, we've talked to Coach Perkins. We've talked to Coach Stewart. We've talked to the three big captains for this uh, Red Hawks uh, football uh, team. What's your assessment? Uh, What do you you like? Uh, What are you worried about? Well, I really like – well, the reason why we come to these camps is because you can't know everything. And the one thing that is always a question mark in any sport is what you get from the JV level. And to see some of the kids and then hear not people independent of each other talk about some of these kids coming up, I'm really excited for it. Now, have to do it on a varsity field. It's a little bit different. Um, but I'm excited to see the depth Port Huron High has. I feel like in years past, they could, they've been a little top-heavy where, hey, if – player x or y doesn't do it it ain't getting done and the rest are just kind of there as maybe they'll get a touch or two a game where yeah Mari and gavin no, no doubt they're going to get the the bulk of the the touches they're going to get the bulk of the attention but it sounds like there's some other guys here that if you go all right we're just going to man up on them or forget about them they're going to make you pay all right i look at this schedule obviously anchor bay is a big question but boy if they did win that game, Brady, sky's the limit Absolutely. for this team because uh, they don't leave the stadium all that much, and when they do, they don't go all that far away from it. They'll be uh, a big test, I think, in week three at Mott just because mm-hmm. we don't know. Well, and like, Mott, even Mott when is bad, a mystery to us. Even when Mott's quote-unquote bad, they're still a 500 team or they're playing in a really tough league, and they'd still be very competitive in, in most MAC. Uh, divisions so that's going to be a tough game but you're right anchor bay right off the rip is going to be the litmus test even if they lose first of all you have to have a better showing than you had in week one last year yes that is non-negotiable that that was as bad of a week one performance and i think everyone will say it 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 snowballed and 
got out of hand. Even if everything goes right in that game last year, you're still talking about losing that game by about 35 points. Well, you, you don't want that in week one. No. And I think this is a team that they could beat, and the MAC Red is going to always produce tough teams. Anchor Bay might be at the bottom of the MAC Red again. They're still a damn good football team. So having that test week one, and you talk about the size, and I guess that's the other thing that I'm a little uh, encouraged with is they're bigger than I thought they were, and like last year, they're not going to have to have basically six guys play both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive line. They have depth. They can rotate guys in and out, and I think that's going to make a big difference for this season. Well, uh, and I think it's going to make a big difference, too, for their good players. If you can get Noah Myuri the odd play off, that's going to help him later in the, the season. Uh, I, I look at, at week one, I don't know that I want him smashing 90 plays with Anchor Bay. Right, but you might you might need him to. I mean, it's hard to take a kid with that caliber off the field if, if you're this uh, Red Hawk coaching staff. But it's, it's going to be an interesting schedule. While there might be one or two games where you think, all right, they should win that one pretty handily. I'm looking at week two and, and eight. I don't know what East Point or Fitzgerald are, but the last couple years they haven't been great, especially Fitzgerald since they had that class come through. Maybe Sterling Heights as well, but the rest of the Mac Blue could be tricky. Like the the Mac Blue usually only has maybe one team that you're like, all right, this is the quote unquote off week. But at Mott's going to be tough. Lons Cruz North, we don't know what it is. We mentioned Frazier, just the numbers game of them mm-hmm. having so many kids. You think that they might stumble into a couple athletes, but obviously the big one is going to be week five, the Crosstown Showdown, and that's going to be a game that I, I think is going to be for the Mac Blue again, and I think both sides are going to have a lot of uh, a lot of size, and it's going to be another knockdown dragout brawl. I don't expect it to be any different than the last half decade or so has been. I don't know if, if both teams are going to hit that game undefeated. They both have tough week ones. They, they do, but but I have a hard time thinking that uh, we'll have a crosstown showdown where they have more than one loss. I think there's a very good chance they could both be undefeated in league play, and then that could be, what would that be? They'd be 2-0 and in league play, so that sets you up where you just have to win one of the next two to be league champs again. Yeah, I'm thinking that's a pretty good possibility. Yeah, so uh, excited uh, again, um, again, when, when we talk about the dudes, you got to remember, the dudes, most of them have been around three, four years right. for the program now, and, and that's what's really exciting about it. And then to find out that there are some younger guys coming along that, that you don't have to worry beyond this season, mm-hmm. uh, that, that they we, we think that uh, Port Huron is going to be good uh, going into uh, next year uh, as well. I'm excited to find that out. One thing we touched on just f- briefly with Coach Perkins is them being D3 this year, they are the largest school in Division III. Uh, that will change up a lot with the playoffs. I think this is going to be a playoff team. I think if they don't, it would be a disappointing year, and I think they are very well suited to be playing uh, Week 10 and possibly beyond. So just pulling up last year's D3 map, and looking at what it was and how it's spaced out, there's three different possible spots that they could have went there. They could have gone out 
Flint way and be matched up with with teams like Fenton, Holly, and then Linden. That could be a possibility. They could go kind of southwest-ish where it's Wald Lake Westerns, the Avondale's Brother Rice, or they could end up going down in, in the Detroit area with Gross Point North, uh, Martin Luther King, River Rouge. Those are some pretty tough teams. Yeah, those are some tough teams. But they're going to be the wild card, and and we talk about it in other divisions usually because the the smaller ones where you'll get the odd UP team or or like Traverse City will have one team like I think in D two or is Traverse City uh, West or whatever program that is, and they just kind of make it work, and they'll say, and I think with Port here on this year, they'll be the school that they go, all right. This one might hurt you, but it makes these two or three other districts nice and tidy. So, yeah, your first opponent might be 100 miles away from you. Well, here's the thing um, for me, too. And, again, these are all really good teams. None of those are easy games. Probably none of those PH is the favorite in. But it just psychologically, I'm sorry, De La Salle, you just say the words, and I feel like they're already beaten. Well, you know, it, well, it, it has gotten to the point where you, you you can only play a team so many times and get whacked like that that you just feel beaten before you even. So the unknown, the not knowing who that other guy is, at least gives you a fighting chance. Well, and to be fair, De La Salle's won, what, like three straight D2 titles? So yeah. it's, it's been a problem for everyone, not just – it hasn't been this one bug in the road, that bump in the road that uh, they go on and get beat the next week after they, they beat Port Huron. So that's a pretty good team to avoid. But you're right. Even if you run into a King or a River Rouge, it's a different uniform. And it's something else that you just don't have to th- – think about and go all right again with that so i do think that'll help them and also being the biggest school in the division doesn't hurt no no and and i'm i'm really excited i i think amari holler and gavin troy are going to have great years i think other guys are going to help them have uh, great years but i i really uh the the big reds will go as those guys go uh and i think those guys are going to go this year and with any team we've talked about, luck plays a bit of a factor, and luck primarily being injuries. Yeah, and I Stay did it healthy. again, by the way. Yes, you did. Staying healthy is any team. I mean, I'm sure you could throw any team we cover and say, hey, they lose their starting quarterback. Most of them are going to be uh, DOA at that point, or yeah. they're going to be really fighting for, for, for a lot of wins. So any if any of your captains go down, it's going to be tougher, but... I don't know. I think you're right. I think Amari and Gavin could have special years, and I think it was Amari that talked about it that said, hey, they want to focus on Gavin. I'll have a big game. They want to focus on me. Gavin will have the big game. And if you can get both of those guys hitting on all cylinders at the same time, that also leaves it open for that third or fourth option to explode and have that odd 150-yard receiving game with a couple of touchdowns. I mean, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen, but there's the potential for 2,000 yards in that backfield because both those kids could get 1,000 yards. And they do like to run the ball more than they throw it. I don't think if if uh, Coach Perk doesn't have to throw the ball, I don't think he will. If they can just run, read option, maybe a bubble screen here or there, they don't want, they don't want to have to chuck it downfield and get gun gunslinger with it. Um, so 
yeah, I think that's a the, the big possibility of the offensive line is healthy and doing what they can do and, and creating gaps. Yeah, you might not have to see them throw it all too often. And, and then there is the X factor because we're hearing a couple of, of names, and if those guys are as good as they say, uh, there's some weapons here. Right, but again, have to see it done on the varsity level first, and welcome to varsity football. Anchor Bay comes to town, but I think this is a team that should be in the mix for a Mac Blue title. I think September 22nd is going to be for the Mac Blue title against Port here on Northern. Uh, unless one of these other teams jumps up and is way better than, than we think they are. Not to say any of these teams are bad, but I don't see anyone beating both Port here on High and Port here on Northern in the Mac Blue this year. Neither do I. Um, and, and I usually don't like to take the big risk, but I'm going to take the big risk. Uh, uh, again, the, the, the pattern has been that it goes through Port Huron Area School District and until somebody from outside the district takes it away from them. Right. You know, you've know, you, you you've got to believe uh, in that. And uh, we'll see the other half of the district uh, in our next uh, show when we go to uh, Northern. Uh, any other thoughts on the Red Hawks? No, I'm really excited. I think this is – I feel better about this team than when I first got here. Again, having the depth, some of the numbers – I think this team can do big things, and even if week one, even if they don't win, but let's say they lose a a 28-24 game and it's competitive and it's back and forth, that would be encouraging for me. All right, good day at uh, Port Huron High School. We'll head north to see the Huskies next on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.